Welcome to another episode of the PCG Project Podcast. My name is Donnie, and I'm here with my co-host, Dave. Dave and I have been playing tabletop games for years now, and we created this podcast series to share our view on the games we play. That's right, Donnie. In order to summarize our thoughts, we have decided to break down each game into five standard categories that we think are important to discuss, which include setup, learning curve, game balance, replayability, overall theme, design, and cost. At the conclusion of each podcast, we will provide a ranking in each of the five categories Dave mentioned. Our rankings are broken down into three categories, thumbs up for good, shrug for okay, and thumbs down for bad. As you can tell, our ranking system is a very complicated creation. Hello, and welcome to the February episode of the PCG Project Podcast. I'm Dave, and as always, I'm here with my co-host Donnie, and today we are reviewing Taco versus Burrito. It is a cool little card game that includes 24 food cards, 32 action cards, 4 quick start cards, 4 tacos and burritos, and 1 rule sheet. A couple of those most important action cards are going to be Order Envy, No Bueno, Hot Sauce Boss, Trash Panda... Health Inspector, Food Fight, and Crafty Crow. I'll let Donnie uh, take over the rules here. Sure. So uh, the rule book's real small, just a few pages. Um, it's ages 7 plus. It says it takes about 15 minutes, which I concur. That's about how long the game takes. And it's for two to four players. The setup is quite simple. You either grab a taco or a burrito. It's completely irrelevant what you choose. It's just for fun. Um, you shuffle the deck and deal five cards to each player. Make a draw pile. You check your dealt cards for health inspectors. If you have one, take a new card because you can't start with a health inspector. And then you decide who goes first. And the rules suggest the youngest player, but you can just kind of decide. The uh, reason it suggests the youngest player is the game was developed by a seven-year-old, and I'm assuming his parents, but he created the uh, the food cards, which are interesting in themselves. And the point of the game is to create the most valuable and interesting burrito or taco um, and when I say interesting, you know, some of them are, you know, brains or hamburgers with like flesh. And one, this one I'm looking at is a salty lollipop. So they're not all gross, but they're just completely random from the mind of a seven-year-old. <laughs> yeah, you know, the chocolate-covered shrimp sounds pretty good. Right, right. So quick uh, description of the card. So in my opinion, the no bueno card's the best. And that is uh, just a no bueno. It's, a, it's like a nope card. So you can just cancel out the action of any player. The only thing you can't do is no bueno a health inspector. A health inspector uh, removes all of your taco or burrito. You, you bet the, he comes, shows up at your restaurant. He's like, nah, man, this is gross. Get rid of it all. So all of your cards are removed from your taco or burrito. A food fight, You each, each player draws a random card on top of the deck, and the highest value wins the food fight, and they get to pick what card they want. The trash panda allows you to search through the discard pile and look for the best card that you want and take it. The hot sauce boss lets you two times your taco or burrito, or I want to mention the other person's taco or burrito, and two times it meaning double the value. There is some circumstances where you would want to double your opponent's taco or burrito, which I'll get into right now, which is the order envy. The order envy allows you to steal or switch another player's taco or burrito with your own. So if you know you have an order en- envy and a hot sauce boss, you might double the opponent's taco or burrito, knowing that you're going to switch with them down the line. And uh, two more cards, or three more cards, sorry. There's the tummy ache, which is a negative uh, value. 
there's the the food cards themselves, which we kind of described what they are, but they go range from plus one to plus three, I believe. And then the last one is the Crafty Crow, which allows you to take a card from another player. And I believe that is at random. Oh, no, so sorry. Take a card from another player's taco or burrito. So I was just reading it. <laughs> um, so if Dave had a plus three in his taco, I could just take that with my Crafty Crow. So that's it. That's all the cards. They're all very self-explanatory on the cards themselves. They have the rules right in there. There's little rule cards that you can also dish out to the players. And the rule book is very short and sweet. So uh, I think we should dig into our ratings here. So the first is setup and learning curve. Dave, you want to kick that off? Yeah, so it's pretty cool setup. You get yourself this little like kind of folder looking thing that is designed as either a burrito or a taco. So each person gets one of those. You set it in front of you and then you have your deck of cards. You draw your hand from that and kind of go from there. Uh, Let me refresh my memory on it. Do you have to play a card every turn? Oh, yeah, that was one thing I, I good call. Uh, you have to draw and play every turn. So the turn order goes draw a card, play a card, pretty simple. And like I mentioned at the beginning, the highest value taco wins, and the game ends when the first person gets rid of all their cards. So since you have to draw and play every turn, you can't get rid of all your cards until you run out of cards to draw because there's a draw pile. You don't reshuffle the discard into the draw pile. So once the draw pile is gone, you play through the whole deck. Then the first person to get rid of their cards, game over. It doesn't mean they win, but that just means you tally up the taco and burrito point values at that point. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's a pretty easy setup. The learning curve, I think, after your explanation right there, what was that, five minutes? I'd say I'd be able to get started and play this game. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, the um, setup learning curve for us, I think it took us five ten minutes and i don't really know if we had any debates over any of the rules like typically in a card game there's some rules that are a little funky but this one i think is pretty clear cut yeah for sure so after this is the game balance what do you think about that well i'm sure i'm gonna annoy our any listeners that know how i rate games with game balance but uh it's the person who gets the no, most no bueno cards wins just in my opinion, it, it, every time we play, whoever has the most no bueno cards wins. It's, it's almost like a mathematical certainty. So, I, I don't, I don't think it's very balanced. Yeah, I suppose. But going into the game, I think everyone has their own fair shot. And to your normal point, going in with a strategy, knowing the most no bueno cards is the ultimate goal. That's, I mean, that's a strategy in itself. Would you say that you have more of an advantage knowing that? than some like somebody who's just picking up the game for the first time yeah i mean i i just i guess if i if, it, if you're doing two people and you don't have no bueno cards you know you lost if a three-player game or a four-player game you could probably strategize yourself to the in a better position but at least heads up it's it's a tough sell with with you know the no bueno yeah i don't i don't disagree with you there either so the replayability so replayability, I mean, these types of games, even though I, I, you know, don't love that it's not, you know, balanced in my perspective, it's more luck. Um, it's fun. You know, it's a fun game. It's relaxing. Like I said, it's easy to learn. New players can join in and you give them a quick five minute tutorial and they can play. So fun for all ages, fun for the family. It's there's nothing inappropriate. So I, it's definitely replayable. And I'd say we replay it multiple times in a row every time. Yeah, it's a it's a short game, which is nice. You just go through the deck once and you're you're going to be done because you can't shuffle back in again. So it is rather short, especially with the more players you have. And 
it's just kind of the cards themselves. It's just kind of cool. I think one game we had played and I wanted uh, like an all candy burrito. And I was getting mad when I got like a month old sushi added in there. And I'm like, that's going to screw up the whole dynamic of my burrito. I don't think I won, but it's not a great strategy, but it is a, a fun game. Right. It's like a lower pressure game. You're just kind of playing for fun and it's not a, it's not some big build up fighting game, you know? Uh, and I think we're touching on it a little bit with yeah, that replayability one, but what do you think about that overall theme and design? Yeah, I mean, this one is is towards the top of the charts with the design. It's it's funny. It's clever. Um, the seven-year-old came up with just some really weird foods that, you know, aren't food, uh, all of them. But if it's just your taco or burrito, if you could take a step back at the end of the game and you just look at what's in there, it's a little funky. Yeah, it it's it's very it's a comical game i mean the hot sauce boss is this little hot sauce bottle that has arms and googly eyes and the trash panda is just adorable yeah who doesn't love a trash panda uh, all right how about the cost i think this will this will be for you on this one yeah um i actually got this for a christmas gift so i have no idea what the cost is like at all uh, we do this almost every episode but we definitely will next month prepare the cost ahead of time i can't imagine it's over 20 bucks um i'm just googling it seeing what we got on amazon here but yeah, um, and it's a small box it's not like it's not big it's got a i mean i read the amount of cards that it has max it's what 56 cards so really not too many cards inside it's compact box it's not it's not yeah too too much stuff Straight from the tacoverseburrito.com, uh, nineteen ninety nine. Walmart has it for twenty eight. So yeah, right around the twenty dollar mark. All right, so let's go to our official ratings. All right, I'll start it off. Good tea up there, Dave. Uh, I'll go thumbs up for setup and learning curve. How about you? Yeah, I got to go with thumbs up on this. It's just it's a very easy setup. Game balance. I got to go with a shrug on this. I know I'm a big luck guy, but. Uh, like you were saying, like just the no buenos are just really the most powerful. You'd think it'd be order envy. You would, but it's not. It's the amassing of the no buenos. Yeah, I've almost never had success with the order envy, which is the switching of your taco with someone else. Um, it's a thumbs down for me, especially in heads up games and three, four person games. I might be convinced to go shrug, but overall I'm going thumbs down. All right. Uh, the replayability, though. That's a thumbs up. It's a fun game. Quick, easy. Yeah, it's a thumbs up for me as well. You can definitely play this over and over again. Now the overall theme and design, I have a feeling, is also going to be pretty positive. Yeah, it's a thumbs up. I mean, it's good. It's clever. And, you know, this kid is, his his AKA is the King Taco. So, cool kid. Yeah, it is. And it's nice. It's It adds a little bit of an element to it that a seven-year-old came up with the game and stuff. So And it, they did a good job. Obviously, there's some sort of artist going on in that family. Or they hired out for a pretty good one. Last, but not least, cost. You know, as I was thinking of this, I expected it to be less than 20 bucks. I know we just looked it up real time, but uh, I, I feel like we have other games we bought for this less than this price that are a little bit more in the box. So I might go shrug. I'll go shrug. Yeah, that, uh, what'd you say, 28 on at Walmart? Walmart? Yeah. That was rough. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see that coming at all. I might have to go with shrug on that as well. The cards are really good design. Like it's a nice card stock, I guess. But like, but yeah, fifty six cards. 
and then just a couple little holders for them that i mean you just place them in the holder it's a cool design but they don't really add anything to it um so yeah i'd have to go with a a shrug agreed all right well uh yeah that was a quick one we'll see you all next month Thanks for joining us for another episode of the PCG Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our review and rankings. As always, you can find us on anchor.fm under PCG Podcast or anywhere you find your podcasts. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can find me at defunkafu on Twitter. And you can find us both at PCG underscore project on Instagram. All episodes will be accompanied by a blog post on our website, pcgproject.com. Thank you for joining for this week's episode, and until next time, keep playing and game on.